Hi guys, welcome back to We Should Talk, a pop culture interview series from In The Know. I'm your host, Gibson Johns, and this week on the podcast, we have Lindsay Hubbard from Summer House, which means that, yes, Summer House is officially back on Bravo. Season 6 premieres on Monday, January 17th at 9 p.m., and Lindsay is always an amazing interview. She is such an open book. She has such great energy, and I think she's really one of the stars of, of Summer House, and we talked about everything under the sun, everything about season six, everything from Winter House that's carrying over to the season of Summer House. It's the first time that we've really had this off-season check-in with this whole cast in any official capacity beyond social media, which I think is really fun. And it's sort of adding this whole other layer of things to this premiere and this season. This is Lindsay's Hot Hubs Summer, as it's being dubbed. And she's really kind of trying to play the field, not being tied down after last year's sort of disastrous relationship. And it seems like she had a lot of fun. We talked about her in Austin, Austin Sierra. Also a lot about Lindsay and Carl, because I think you know, regardless of whether they're friends or dating, it's always been undeniable that they have had a really deep connection. It's gotten kind of deeper over the years. And um, we see that in a moment, a really emotional moment in the premiere. And we talked about kind of where they stand. She confirms something really big that a lot of people have been speculating about, uh, about her love life in this interview. I, I, won't, I won't take the words out of her mouth. You can keep listening for that. But I um, was really surprised that she, that she did confirm that. And um, yeah, and we also talked about Kyle and Amanda, Craig and Paige, the newbies, and then also the premiere, which is a really fantastic episode. It ends with this really emotional moment that I just mentioned. And it's something that Lindsay went through in the off season that nobody knew about, very serious, very heartbreaking, but she shares it for the first time in a really organic, emotional way. And we kind of talked around that because I think it's going to come out in the premiere episode. But um, I just really admire her for sharing that. And again, for just being such an open book, because I think it will endear people to her even more than they already and they already do because everyone already loves Lindsay. But anyway, keep listening for my interview with Lindsay Hubbard. Tune into the season six premiere of Summer House on Bravo, Monday, January 17th at 9 p.m. And please rate, review, and subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys. So we are here with Lindsay Hubbard. Hub House, Summer House <laughs> season six is on the horizon. Lindsay, how are you? I mean, I just cannot believe that it's six seasons. Like, the, if you really stop and think about it, that is wild. Wild. I mean, that means that that means that we've done probably like eight to ten interviews over the, over the years <laughs> at this point. Like, yeah, no, I probably mean, more. Yeah, honestly, Winter House has several seasons, so it's been a fun ride. And I and I again, like I I've said this a million times, but I don't, I can't think of another show on Bravo that's had like such a steady upward trajectory over the years. Like it just gets better and better every single year. And yeah, well, that's really hard to do. I, it is. A lot of people peak early and you guys, I don't know if you've reached your peak yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope not. I mean, we're just getting started. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. So, you know, I feel like we just, I mean, I just, I feel like I just saw you at the Winterhouse premiere party, but Winterhouse, like Winterhouse was a whirlwind ride. It was, it was six episodes. It was really fun. A lot came out of that show. Do you feel like this is sort of like a year round thing now for you now that we're doing Summer House, Winter House? Like it's, it's a full, it's a full-time gig. Yeah, it, it really is. It's interesting because, you know, while Summer House is airing, which obviously premieres next week. And then we'll, we'll, you know, you'll see us on TV for three, four months. Then hopefully, you know, we're out filming Winter House. And then next thing you know, when that premieres, we're doing press. So it is, it yeah. does kind of, you know, 
you kind of collide with each other when one's on TV and you're doing press for the other one. And, you know, you start to go, your wires get crossed, but it's <laughs> but fun. I, I, I mean, I think, I think it's also, it adds layers to it. It's sort of, it sort of, you know, I mean, again, like so much happened on winter house, even though it was such a, a short season, like there, I think it makes more intrigue for, for what summer house has to bring this season. You know, totally. And I'm glad you guys get to see now that so much does happen during the off season, yeah. you know, like our whole lives aren't developed during the summertime as much as we would love to admit that it's just not the case. There's a lot that happens in the, you know, fall, winter, spring. So being able to have a second show that helps tell those stories of what happens during you know, the off season from summer house is, is also, I think very helpful. And, and I think you'll see in this season of summer house, there's a lot of, you know, unfinished business from winter house that we still have to cover and does get brought up in this yeah. season of summer house. Yeah. And we'll get some visitors. Like, I think it's, it changes the game a little bit. And I think, um, you know, coming out of winter house, there's a lot of kind of love life things that we're trying to follow, I think, and people are trying to piece together what, what we can expect, but for you, it's, I think, I think it's being dubbed the hot hub summer. I think like, you know, you, ha you, you have, you have a couple irons in the fire and it's, uh, I feel like it seems like you don't want to be tied down really this summer. Is that, is that a correct sort of kind of characterization of your mindset last summer? Oh, a hundred percent. You know, last season of summer house, I was very much tied down. I was in a relationship that wasn't the healthiest of relationships. And, you know, right before going into filming this summer, I went through a pretty significant life moment and my summer could have gone a very, very different direction. So once that happened, I, I sort of just like changed my outlook on how I wanted my summer to go. And I really just wanted zero attachments and to just focus on having so much fun the summer. And I did, I, I can honestly say that I think I had the most fun summer of my entire life, legitimately the most fun. So that was my goal. And I think, <laughs> I think I accomplished it. Good. And, and to, do you attribute that to like just your mindset and how you approach things? Do you attribute that to like, sort of, you know, it wasn't like last summer where you guys were locked down. So you could kind of bust out a little more or what do you kind of attribute that to, to having so much fun? Yeah, for sure. I mean, as you said, it was a hot hub summer. I was very single this summer, had zero attachments, and I didn't really let anyone else's drama affect me so much this summer, whereas maybe in the past I I did. Mm -hmm. um, I was just super focused on like living my life, having fun, and just like enjoying myself. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I spent I spent a lot, my entire life focused on my career and putting that first and attempting to have these relationships where I've made very terrible decisions because I wasn't super focused on what I wanted personally in my life. So this summer, I think a lot of me, you know, changing my mindset of just wanting to have fun also kind of coincided with the, the decision that I made to put my career more on the back burner and focus on myself and what I wanted and, you know, in my personal life. And when you say put your career on the back burner, does that mean that you are like, you aren't as 
involved in the, in the PR side of things now? And you're yeah, sort of focused, I, yeah, I put a pause on, okay. on my PR career, um, which is something I've never done. And yeah, I think you know, I've been smart. working since I was 14 years old. So for 20 years, I've never taken more than a week off. I've yeah. never, ever taken more than a week. Even when I graduated college, I moved to New York three days later and started wow. working at a PR firm immediately. Even when I was in between PR firms or starting my own PR firm, there was almost, there was zero days. Even when I started Hubhouse PR, <laughs> I yeah, started I mean, that the next day after I left my, my last PR firm. So totally. I've never taken a break to just solely focus on what Hubhouse wants in yeah. my personal life. And, you know, I, I think that's an important thing that needs you know, needs to happen at some totally. point. And I, and I really did focus on that and that, that allowed me to have fun. And, you know, when I truly say zero attachments, I, I truly mean that I had zero attachments romantically, you know, as far as having a boyfriend and I had zero attachments as far as, you know, being married to my work. Totally. Yeah. And I think, I mean, there's obviously other ways for you to make money now. You have a whole kind of like new kind of career for yourself over the past five or six years, which is amazing. So I think that's awesome. And I think like, again, last we saw last summer, like <laughs> it made for some wild moments, but I think like, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget your sandwich comment, but, <laughs> but, or that dinner by the pool, but I think like it was important for you to have a different summer this year. And I think that I'm, I'm happy to, I'm glad and I'm excited to see sort of what that entails and what, what we're going to see there. Like I said, we, we have a couple irons in the fire and, you know, you, you ended Winterhouse kind of hooking up with Jason, but then in this premiere, it seems like, you know, Austin might be back in the mix. Obviously, you know, there's the constant questions of what you and Carl are. So I just want to go, go through a little bit. So with Austin, this film before Winterhouse aired, which I think is important to say, because I think, you know. Sierra and him, I think we saw a lot of that in Winterhouse and probably saw a lot more of like what they had to say about that. But, you know, him and Sierra didn't end Winterhouse exclusive. And, and right. you guys have a long history as we learned on Winterhouse. And it seems like, I mean, we see like a really intimate moment between you two in a bed in the trailer for this season. It, it, very intimate. He's <laughs> like, I can't even repeat the one liner he oh says to you. But what can we expect there? Is it, are you going to, are you going to fully jump back into that with him? Like, or are you just kind of having fun with him again? Cause it seems like it causes some drama with Sierra as well. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's obviously Austin comes out this summer. He actually came for my birthday weekend. It was a pretty big birthday and I threw an epic, huge theme. So party. sad. I so, missed it, Lindsay. What? I know <laughs> so I invited I you. I was I like, know. come out for my birthday. Weren't you celebrating <laughs> your birthday or something? Yeah, we're both Leos. We both have similar. Yeah, yeah I think you were whatever. like, sorry, I'm celebrating my birthday. Like, <laughs> you Leo bitch. <laughs> I get it. I was like, I get it though. <laughs> so yeah, so we came out for my birthday and that that was it. But yeah, a lot, a lot get a, gets accomplished when Austin's in the mix. So you'll see how that all goes down. Yeah. I will say that was for sure one of the best weekends in all of summer house history. Wow. For you personally, or is that just a, a general statement? I don't know. I think okay. like you could, that themed party was just so epic. Yeah. It was just an epic themed party. Oh, I'm excited to see it. We see Danielle say something along the lines of like, you know, the two girls are fighting, the two women are fighting over a guy and he's sort of getting off scotch-free. He sort of implies this in the trailer. And then 
We see Danielle and Sierra throwing wine at each other. What can we expect from how that complicates the, friend, the, the kind of female friendships uh, in, that, in that circle? <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't affect Danielle and I's friendship. Of course. So yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt that. No, you guys are um, solid. Yeah. So this was kind of like a, a double-pronged question. I think as far as, you know, females fighting over Austin, I don't fight females over men. I don't find that I need or have ever needed to compete with females, especially over guys. Um, I think I think Sierra was maybe trying to be the more aggressor when it came to the fighting portion of that. And as far as like affecting my friendship with Sierra, I, I just never really had one to begin with. Mm. She came in season five with Luke and then didn't really talk to him and didn't really talk to me. And then she didn't, I didn't really talk to her in winter house either. She was kind of consumed with, you know, her developing relationship with Austin. So I never really had some sort of friendship or relationship with Sierra that anything would be affected. Yeah. So, so, so for, for you, it's like, you're, you don't have sort of any allegiance to her. So why, why can't you kind of pursue what you want to pursue kind of thing? Well, I mean, listen, Austin, and I have known each other for yeah, of course. a very long time. And I'm certainly not going to cater to anybody who wants to stake claims or compete with me, you know, compete with somebody else. But I don't, I don't okay. really play that game. Yeah. You know, and as far as the wine throwing, that. we didn't really, we didn't know until somebody like slowed that whole scene down or that whole situation. We didn't know that the glass was thrown until that was slowed down, which I think is kind of a big no-no. I mean, it's, it's, it's like very that. Housewives-ian. It's very Real Housewives. You know, it's a very- Well, we're a very different show, you know? I, I, like, no, I, I agree, I agree. It's <laughs> like, like it's, even it's, the boys it, it, didn't get, come to blows last year in their big fight, you know, right. nothing. I think that's what makes it so unusual to see a moment like that, even in the, just the trailer. It's like, oh, wow, like it gets to that point. You know what I mean? But I, think, I don't think it had to get to that point. Okay. I don't it's think the, it should have. There was okay. literally nothing that that warranted that. Warranted it to get to that point. Mm. So But I yeah. will I will say though, Lindsay, like I obviously I don't know that what the circumstances were, but I think that what it tells me a little bit is like it reinforces that Danielle is a true ride or die for you. Like whatever happened last summer, like Danielle and you have such a true real friendship that are, and, and it's, you're so solid yeah. with one another. Like for me, like I saw last year, Danielle almost had like, I, she's been around since the beginning, but she had almost a breakout season last year. I think, I think cause she was around the whole time, you know? Um, yeah. But I think fans really latched on to Danielle last year and like people- Well, you like, got to see more, you yeah. got to see a deeper side to Danielle, you know? Like you could understand, you know, why she was a little bit more absent in previous seasons because that girl works her ass off and she works in a very male dominated field that she has to be on her A game at all times. So yeah. you guys were able to see that last summer you know, in season five, when, you know, you, you saw more of what she does at a work, you know, career level that makes her, you know, who she is. So, and yeah, like Danielle and I are ride or die. We very much are best friends and we will do anything for each other. And she's always, always been my sounding board and always has given me such 
amazing, you know, objective advice. And, and, you know, this summer she's in a relationship. So I think you'll see how I sort of return that favor and giving her advice and being there for her, whether it's in her relationship or, you know, when it comes to other situations in the house, like we, we think and feel very similarly, Danielle and I about, you know, different things in life. So I, it's, our friendship is really easy. Yeah. Yeah. I I can tell that. We're very bonded. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm just happy that sort of, she was given the space last year to, to sort of form that connection with the viewers. And I think that it's going to carry through this year. And I'm, again, I think she's so great. So I think it's just awesome to have, have her more solidified within the group, you know? Yeah, for sure. Last thing about Austin, we obviously you famously unfollowed him after Watcher Heavens Live. And there's a lot of people just like love talking about this. So where, where, what can you tell me about where you guys stand now, just in your friendship or relationship or, or what have you? <laughs> yeah, um, we still haven't had any huge uh, conversation since, you know, everything sort of went yeah. down with our friendship. I just... I, I would like to, I know that he would like to, I was just in Charleston, you know, with the Loverboy team uh, when they were launching Loverboy in Charleston. And we were all together as a group, the Southern Charm crew and the four of us from Summer House. So we were, you know, around each other, but we didn't have the opportunity to fully have an in-depth conversation that I think this deserves. So we still yeah. haven't really spoken. I mean, obviously he was busy filming, you know, and I'm focused on other things. So mm-hmm. okay. I'm sure that the time will come and we'll eventually have a conversation and I don't mind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, think- I mean, I think, I think, well, like you said earlier, I think it's like, you guys just, you guys have such a history of, of, of friendship and sometimes more, but that's important. I think it's important to sometimes give, give those relationships some space to settle when, when something happens and then you'll circle back, you know? And I, I think it's, it's clear that you're both important to one another, regardless of what kind of that means. You know what I mean? I think that's, that that's undeniable to me. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens when we talk. I'm sure it'll all work out and I'll be fine. And, you know, I said this a few months ago, I, I don't know if our friendship will ever go back to the level of best friends that it was. Sure. Um, and that's okay. Um, that's, that happens in life. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what happens whenever yeah. we do talk. Yeah. So the other, the other big question that I think everyone likes to ask, I mean, I've been asked this separately in like other podcasts, but I, and I never really know what to say. And I always say, I don't know. Like everyone asks you. Yes. Literally is, is literally, are you and Carl dating right now? And what is your answer to that? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm so happy for you guys. That's oh, amazing. thank you. Thanks. I know it is funny. Like everybody is like asking everyone. I'm we, it's very, very rare that we get to experience privacy in our dating totally. lives, you know, or even a honeymoon phase. <laughs> like if you think about it, we're not filming right now. So I didn't feel like I needed to give anyone any sort of update or confirmation on the status of my relationship. I mean, if you think about it, we're in New York City. You know, you don't really confirm, even if you're not on TV, you don't confirm that you're, 
you know, officially with somebody for a few months. So we're no different. And the only difference is that it's very public in our lives. Yeah. And we wanted to keep it private for ourselves to just enjoy each other's company and that new dynamic. Yeah. I mean, that that's so exciting. I think a lot of people are going to be thrilled for both of you because I think obviously what was it a couple seasons ago when you guys sort of gave it a go sort of like 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 a little bit um and it didn't really work out but I think you he, he in particular was in a very different place in his life um, yeah but I will say I mean we we both had very different head spaces right back then and that was season mm -hmm. four we were also in the middle of filming where you know I hate to say it, but that is a tough environment to begin dating somebody. There's a lot of opinions and you're sharing a house with people and there's a lot of scrutiny. And I think this time around, it's, it's very different. We're both mm -hmm. in a very different headspace and, you know, timing is everything. I don't think it would have worked until now for us to give it a go, as you say, <laughs> until yeah. now. So yeah, it's exciting. And, and we're both very, very happy. Like, to me, again, that speaks to sort of the importance. You, you guys stayed in each other's lives, regardless of what was happening in, in your lives around, around in your group. Like you guys stayed and sort of maintained this really, really close bond. And I think you, you were really there for him last year when he, went, when he was going through a lot or last season. And I don't know, I think that that's, your connection has always been really clear. So I think it's, it's, it's really, it's cool to hear that you sort of have committed to one another in that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, we, it's so interesting because even after we tried a couple of years ago and it didn't work out and it took a little bit, but then once we got back to being friends to then becoming best friends again, we got closer, which I think was just always, I don't know. It was just like always like even just thinking about it now, I'm like, wow, how did we do that? And there is no like book or nobody can really explain to you like how to do that. Like we tried yeah. dating it didn't work out. We were both in a very different headspace. Then we took a little time apart. Then we became friends again. Then we got closer. Then he moved into the building then he got sober. And then, you know, it's just like, it's it it the evolution of our friendship you know you guys have had a front row seat too yeah uh, for sure and i think you know in this new chapter that we are developing you guys will also see that evolution grow as well good yeah and, and i mean last thing is like not for nothing but you guys also you both live these like really unique lifestyles with your with your space on this show and for now six years and like only a certain amount of people can really understand that and I think fit into that and I think for you guys to have found a way to like make that work because again this is a huge thing that you guys can relate to one another on you know what I mean yeah it, yeah exactly I mean you shared experience is a huge reason why it works in a relationship right yeah and being able to share this experience with each other you know, it, it is a huge aspect um, because it's not one person, who, you know, trying to explain to another or, you know, a significant other getting jealous of the other person's notoriety, you know, we're very much equal. And I think this is the first time 
I ever that I have been able to finally date somebody who is the exact equal as I am. And I, that's fun. And it's exciting. Like we started the show together yeah. and we've been on the exact same amount of time. And although he wasn't in Vermont with us, you know, because he wanted to focus on his sobriety, which was the best decision, you know, being able to still share this experience is, is fun and, yeah. and, and exciting. Uh, so exciting. I'm so excited for you. And, you know, we, we mentioned, you didn't think I was going to confirm, did you? <laughs> I didn't, I literally didn't. And I'm like, it's a safe space here, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Found. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we've been super, you know. No, no. I mean, but it. it's funny because I, I couldn't. At some point, I couldn't tell. Like, are they just having fun with people by sort of posting some of those kind of cuddly pictures? And it, it's hard to tell. But I, because you guys have always had a flirty relationship and and kind of you know being close. So I don't know. It's I, I think it's great. I think it's great that you guys are going forward with it. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, you'll see. I mean, you'll see how, as the season goes. I mean, okay. obviously, like, look, like I'm, you know, sitting here in episode one and I get in a fight with Carl. So for me, watching that was pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm sure. Like yeah. I'm literally in a fight with the guy I'm now dating and I'm fighting with him about a Whether guy that I used or whatever. To. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> So right. it's kind of a know, mind, a mind, if you will, you know, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Definitely uncomfortable. But I think, but I think at the moment we see at the end of the episode, which again, it's, it's about something really serious that you went through and, and, and people will learn about it in the premiere. But, you know, to me, I watched that moment and I, I got kind of emotional watching it because one of just the nature of it, but two, I thought about last season, how you had been there so much for him when he was going through loss of his brother and just kind of, you know, kind of being steadfast in his sobriety and all that. And you were, you were really, really there for him. You obviously a lot of the rest of the house was too, but you really stood by him and, and were, you were a rock for him. And I think to see that the table flip a little bit and for him to be there for you and this, to, this conversation to really organically happen at the end of this episode. And it just felt, it just felt so real and so right. And in, in that moment to watch that. And I just think it, again, it spoke to your connection. And, and I, and I, and I thought that before you even confirmed that you are guys now are now dating, like just like baseline, like whether it's romantic or not, like you guys have that connection. And um, it just spoke, that moment really spoke to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And, you know, ha having not had shared that moment with Carl until I did was really hard for me. Yeah. I, I tried to talk to him, you know, literally the day that it happened, but he was so busy with work. He was traveling and launching Loverboy in, in different states. And I just didn't, I knew he was just, his mind was, was his capacity to handle, you know, my stuff. Like yeah. I didn't want to burden him with it. So sure. I didn't, but it also was very hard. Like I tell Carl everything in life, everything. And like even now, you know, like we still talk about everything. And of course. So yeah. So that was that was very difficult. I felt a lot of relief after I'm having sure. that conversation with him. Like, okay, like Danielle knew, but now Carl knows and I feel better. <laughs> and that, yeah, those are the two really people that matter the most there. So that that's I'm I'm glad that you felt that. You know, let let's I wanna make end it on a little bit of a lighter note with with some questions about some of the other people in the house. 
there's obviously a lot of intrigue around Paige and Craig. You know, it, it, it was funny to, I mean, the Winterhouse timing was interesting because they had sort of publicly confirmed the relationship, but people were sort of still talking around it. And in Winterhouse, they were platonic and, and nothing happened there. So for you to like have experienced Winterhouse with them and then see how their relationship progressed into being romantic, what was your first reaction back when that was happening? Like, cause they seem like they're a great match, but I'm curious as somebody who's so close to it, what your reaction was. I mean, I, I don't know if I had too much of a reaction. I just, I, I'm a big believer that everyone should, they deserve happiness and, you know, if Craig makes Paige happy, then I'm all for it. If and, and vice versa, if she makes him happy, you know, yeah, they were platonic in Vermont, but he had a girlfriend and yeah. she was getting to know Andrea, which, you know, that we'll kind of fizzled season, out. But right. like, yeah. yeah, like, you know, as far as Craig and Paige, I, I didn't, I don't know. Like I, I would hear from Austin when we were on the phone, oh, Paige is in town visiting Craig. I'm like, oh, interesting, you know, uh -huh. like, Okay. I think that they're, you know, they're, they're good for each other from what it seems. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It does seem that way. Another big part of the premiere that people will see is like Kyle and Amanda don't start off the summer very well at all. And there's like, the first night is really, it's just not good for them. And uh, like a, a lot kind of comes out, you know, watching people sort of, I mean, I guess kind of her closest friends in the house, Paige and, and Sierra sort of be there for her and, and talking about sort of where she stands with Kyle and kind of going into this wedding. What, I mean, and again, you're really close with Kyle and Amanda, but what's it like sort of watching them kind of still kind of struggle through some of these things when they're kind of going up on, on the biggest day of their lives? Like, it, cause again, you're so close to them. Yeah. I, um, I didn't fully understand until I watched yeah. It, like what, what exactly was happening or what they had thought about. Like I, I woke up the next morning, <laughs> right. you know, like, Oh God, the suitcase I is outside with Carl. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then I'm finding out that Kyle's luggage was outside. It sucks. I mean, it sucks to like watch good friends of yours struggle or, or have conflict in their relationship. And I know that they want it to work so bad and we want it to work, you know, so bad for them. And it's, it's, it's hard that first weekend you're in a new house, like emotions are like, ah, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it, you know, Kyle doesn't go out much in the city and, you know, he's back in the Hamptons. We weren't able to go out last year, last season. So it's difficult. I didn't, I didn't necessarily know that, you know, she, you know, there was, more conflict recently before yeah. getting out to the Hamptons. So I'm, I'm sort of just learning about certain things as okay. I'm watching it. We are not like privy to everything that's going yeah, on yeah, in everyone's lives, despite the mm -hmm. fact that we live in the same house. <laughs> um, we don't yeah. know everything about everyone. So mm -hmm. yeah, I think, I think at that moment, we all just like want them to, to work it out and figure yeah. it out. And, and they clearly they do. They know they got married. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. They clearly do. Yeah. And it seems like that was an amazing kind of fairy tale, dreamy day. So uh, I'm oh, glad. It was so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me like one, tell me one highlight from that day for you. Oh, one highlight. I mean, just all of us dancing on the dance floor and like something happened where the music just hit just right. And we're all jumping up and down. <laughs> like, simultaneously was Great just feeling. so much fun. And lastly, you know, we have two new additions to the 
the summer. I guess three new additions. Andrea was, but he was in Winterhouse, so we're familiar with him. Right. What can you tell me about Maya and I want to say, is, it, is his name Alex? Is Alex. Alex? Yeah. <laughs> Maya and Alex. What can you tell me about what they might bring to the table? Because you again, you've been around to sort of judge the newbies for six, for five, for six years now. Like, you know, you know, you know who has the potential. So what, what can you, what do you make of them? Well, I think that they're both really cool. That is sort of like the first impression that I got that I think that viewers will get, you know, Alex, Alex is very strict with his regimen, like, you know, working out and yeah, those arms, they're making turkey at like 10 AM. I'm like, huh? Yeah. But I was pretty quick to, to break those barriers down and get him to loosen up. So once that happened, he, he was so much fun to be around. He's really funny. Um, and he's, he's fun. Maya's just really cool, super neutral, which I, I really enjoyed that she, sort of stayed more neutral. Whereas like in the past, some of the the newer girls who came in, they feel more connected to the younger age, right? you know, females in the house. So yeah. So I, I don't know. I think that viewers will, will like them. They mm-hmm. both are really cool and fun to be around. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I mean, like a couple, a couple of seasons ago, H- Hannah was a new person in the house and, and you guys butt heads over the years and she's not back this summer. Did you, did you feel her energy not there? Like, did, did it feel like a different energy not having her in the house? I mean, I will say it was a lighter summer, but, okay. you know, there's a lot of, a, a lot of that led it to being a darker summer last year, of course. You know, a pandemic included, but it was very much an obviously lighter summer. Okay. Um, that was, that's more fun. And I think it'll be that's more good. fun for viewers to watch yeah. it. Tease one more thing for me before we sign off. Like season six of Summer House, it's lighter. I know there's a lot of theme parties this year. You're playing the field. Give me one more little little tidbit of of what people can expect. (laughs) I mean, I think it is interesting because like a lot of the dynamics have are still there. Yeah. Like the, you know, the key and core dynamics of what makes Summer House, Summer House are still there, but it's within different people. You know, like you've never quite seen me this single before and you've never seen Danielle in a relationship or Paige, you've never gotten to know somebody that she's dated, but now you get to know somebody that she's dating, you know, seriously. And then this is our first wedding, you know, like, I think we're all like, you know, so excited to like finally get Kyle and Amanda down the aisle. So I think the dynamics are still the same as they've always been, but within different people, which I think makes it interesting and intriguing because, you know, it's different people experiencing, you know, I think what so others too. have experienced. Yeah, I think so too. It's, 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 it's same, same, but different, you know? And I think that yeah. it's, it's uh, again, it's, it seems like it's getting better every year. So I'm excited and I'm excited for everyone to see this premiere. Lindsay, thank you as always for taking the time. I love chatting with you every single season. I know. Um, and, I do and I'm too. so I I'm so happy. I miss you too. I'm so happy for you and Carl. And I'm also, again, I'm just I admire you so much for what you share in in this premiere and just for how open you are. Cause I think um a lot of people will be moved by that and a lot of people will just kind of be endeared to you even more than they already are. Cause a lot of people love you. So Oh. Lindsay, yeah, thank Thanks, you so much for taking the time friend. as always. Yeah. You're the best. Love you. Yeah, I'll talk soon. I'll talk soon. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for tuning in to We Should Talk. I hope you enjoyed the interview. 
You can find out more about In The Know at inthenow.com. You can follow me, Gibson Johns, at Gibsonoma on Twitter and Instagram. And you can listen to all of our interviews, past and future, by searching We Should Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you next time. 